Hello, hello, hello. Um, I've kind of been on hiatus for this podcast for the last well, three months or so, running the Anxiety Support Summit, which was a really great experience. I don't know if you got to watch any of it or not, but um, yeah, we learned a ton about anxiety and different modalities of health and how how you can make tweaks to, to, to better manage, reduce, and, and possibly cure anxiety in your life. So it was a really great experience, and now I'm just kind of settling back into a rhythm and trying to get this podcast up and running. I actually just got off a really great interview with a psychologist over in California, Donna Novak. So I'm excited to share that with you. I will be doing that next week, and I'm putting together... Uh, a newsletter. I surveyed all the all the readers, and uh, there was a strong demand for a newsletter as a premium source of content. So, be sure to check that out if you want to uh, subscribe to make sure you don't miss it. It's going to just go to nickycullen.com, and and uh, yeah, there's loads of places there. You can put your email in. You get a free micro course too. Um, and with that said, I. Just thought I'd come in and do a little reading of my most recent article and uh, yeah, hopefully there'll be uh, a lot more content coming in the next couple of weeks. So the article is titled The Great Anxiety Identity Crisis. So just to give you a little bit of background, this is so you see, I see something I see going on and I think the results of which can be quite catastrophic. Actually, we talked about it in depth on the on the podcast I just recorded, which you'll hear next week. But um, I wanted to write about it, so I did write about it. I published it last week, and now I'm just going to read it to you. And uh, hopefully, if uh, if anxiety is something you really are struggling with at the moment, it it can help uh, you rethink your approach to it. So um, yeah, I'm just going to do a one take wonder as always with these readings and. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. The article title, The Great Anxiety Identity Crisis. This is probably gonna piss some people off, maybe even you, but we all know this wishy-washy fairy tale bullshit doesn't work, so you know, trigger warning. Without further ado, let's talk about identity, not gender identity, anxiety identity. Anxiety is a habit of becoming so deeply ingrained in one's DNA that it becomes their identity, the consequences of which are often catastrophic. Just because you have anxiety doesn't mean you are anxiety. I know that stands like a standalone bullshit quote for the gram, but really what I'm trying to say is you don't have to live a life of suffering and misery because your anxiety has led you to believe that's all you're worth. It does not have to define you. So you get anxious from time to time. Who cares? Join the club. It doesn't mean you have to revolve your life around it and make everything worse in the process. Anxiety should never become your core identity or the defining story you relate to throughout your life because it will only ever ensure a life of misery. You're not an emotion. You're a fucking human being. And here's one of the biggest problems I see arise from allowing anxiety to sink so deep into your DNA. It's used as an excuse to devoid one of responsibility. A responsibility that should see you thrust yourself into action. 
a responsibility that should see you taking the necessary steps to get your anxiety under control so you're not drowning in misery or self-pity or inflicting it on others. Now, there's the kick in the nuts you probably weren't looking for, especially if your anxiety has been serving as a valid excuse to justify misery. I get the injustice of it all. Whilst you're trying not to kill yourself, a friend or a family member who hasn't an ounce of empathy for what you're having to endure is being a little bitch milking a hamstring injury, lapping up every ounce of attention they can get to help them through this difficult period in their life. And it's working, so much so you'd swear a bull shark bit their leg off. What's worse is that it's your shoulder they're crying on and you're letting them because you possess a skill they don't, compassion. And make no mistake about it, as outlined by Tim Desmond in the Anxiety Support Summit, the, the ability to be compassionate towards another's struggle is a real skill most don't have. It is precisely why it is so important to erect strong boundaries if you possess this skill, because people will just take the piss out of you. Life is cruel and full of injustices. That won't change. The stigma is strong with this one. You can accept it and rise above it and do what you need to do, or you can allow the injustice of it all to swallow you up and slowly kill you. But who wants to cling to misery? Nobody wakes up thinking to themselves, you know what, I want to feel anxious and miserable today. So I'm going to make a conscious effort to behave in a manner that will ensure it. That's ridiculous. Although over time your anxiety can begin to meet your needs, or I should probably say your behavior that fuels your anxiety begins to meet your needs. These behaviors become a sort of unconscious addiction that serve to meet these needs while perpetuating your own shit show in the process. Pissing and moaning on the internet about how unfair life is would be an example of someone seeking significance. Significance is something we all need to feel, but nobody cares about said individual's relentless self-pity, so they only ever perpetuate their own problem while justifying their belief that the world is cruel and nobody loves them. This is what I call the anxiety identity crisis, a self-fulfilling prophecy seducing you to seek solitude in all the wrong places while devoiding one of responsibility, a crisis you must become aware of to break free, a crisis with a very tight grip clasped right around the balls. In the same vein, self-help preys on perfection ensuring most get sucked into the vortex and end up more miserable as a result. So an industry with apparently only good intentions is responsible for more misery than both Putin and the Donald combined. And there's a quote there that says, be content with nothing less than perfection by Walter J. Phillips. Following that, I continue with the article. Fuck that, fuck being perfect. Fuck putting anxiety on a pedestal and giving it all power over you. And fuck you, Walter J. Phillips, you imperfect knob. The mind can be brutal. 
And while most of us want to run, hide and avoid our reality at all costs because it's terrifying to confront, the paradox of it all is that we fail to realize or believe those actions make everything substantially worse. While many need to practice self-compassion, many more need a kick in the hole to start taking action or a healthy balance between the two, which would be true self-compassion. Only you can decide which category you fall into. However, if you are not prepared to push yourself into discomfort to expand your comfort zone, discomfort is likely all you will know. You're being forced into taking action, whether you like it or not. It's your resistance to action and action in itself that's responsible for much of that misery. And the beauty of it all is you only have to compete against yourself. So annoying as it all is, all you have to do is ask yourself if anxiety is the identity you want to live by, and if not, what are you going to do about it? Thanks for listening, and we will get this podcast rolling again real soon.